Greetings, greetings. What's going on? Welcome to Living Blessed, the podcast, the story of the overcomer. Listen, we got my brother, Mr. Derek Hazelwood, the world traveler. I greatly appreciate it. I haven't seen you. What, it's been about a month. It has been a month. Been a I've solid been month. You've you been I've out. Been gone. On so, the move. What you been up to? Uh, I've been in the Midwest, so I did a okay. tour in the Midwest. I went to the Midwest to really to put down some roots in regards to Stamp Nation. You know, mm-hmm. Stamp Nation, Stamp World for shout my out, bro that ain't. Shout out to my bro that ain't here, Stamp <laughs> World, brother Burton. My brother Burton, you feel me? This is the evidence locker. We locked oh, in. Sure. We locked in. So, um, yeah. So I've been spreading Stamp Nation all over the Midwest. That's okay. what we've been doing this month. Um, not um. Let me slow down. I actually have been in Kansas, Ohio, Illinois. Indiana, and now I'm back home. I'm back here, so this is what we own. We've been just traveling and venturing. Okay. So what you uh, what's the what's the background behind the travel? Okay, when I first originally went out uh, pre Rona, mm-hmm. pre the COVID, which we all have been dealing with, I was out there for the Stamp Empire Inc. You know, with my yeah. nonprofit organization. Okay. So I was actually traveling the the whole country, putting out the inmate reentry program okay. and making sure that I get into all of these prisons and stuff like that. Word. So when COVID hit and you can't get into prisons, you can't get in these jails, now I had to flip over to my Stamp Nation mm-hmm. apparel, yeah. my videography, you know, my cinematography, all of that stuff. So we just had to flip the switch. Okay, okay. So what was that, what was it like making that pivot from, you know, going into, um, into the jails, you know, doing your thing over there and now you got you got to push the apparel now? Like what's the What's the pivot? The pivot is you're now becoming a distributor of something. Okay. You see what I'm saying? You're pushing something. When I'm going out in my nonprofit realm, I'm dealing with things that are given to me. When I go into the jail, they're going to allow me in. They're going to let me sit down with these individuals and give them knowledge. When Mm -hmm. I'm out there in regards to the clothing line, the apparel, things of that nature, I have to give you something. I have to get you to buy into me. When I'm going in there... I'm already bought into when I walk in the door. So it's a difference. It's just mm-hmm. making sure that you understand your customer, right. understand who you're dealing with. Once you learn how you how to move mm-hmm. in different arenas, then you'll be able to really elevate. So okay. Like so you said knowing your customer. Let's talk about that. Because okay. a lot of people, like right now, everybody's they're starting a business. Everybody has a side hustle outside of the 9 to 5 right now because of COVID. Right. But a lot of people don't have the customer service skills that it takes to deliver to the customer. So I've seen... Me personally, I've worked in customer service for pretty much all of my, you know, adulthood career. And okay. I've been I've seen, you know, where I've had poor customer service and where now I have excellent customer service. Makes sense. So you talk about knowing your customer, what does it mean to know your customer? Understanding first your product, mm-hmm. understanding what you're giving or what you're what you're putting out into the world, I should okay. say. And then also understanding what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Because some people might be trying to sell you a price and they're right. not looking at a price. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? They're not looking at the price. They got enough money to where it don't matter what you charge me for this yeah. shirt. And if you bring that to my attention, and that's what you're t- you're wanting to push onto me, mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy that product. Got you. Got Period. You. Yep, yep. Ain't nothing for me to talk about. Because yeah. you done came, you have maneuvered wrong mm-hmm. already. Yep. So now, when you walk up to someone, or if you're interacting with someone, especially with social media right now because of COVID, when you looking and you interacting with people, you really need to know what I'm selling and who I'm selling to. Right, right, So you right, can't right. be saying, I know who I'm selling to if you're selling them a price and mm-hmm. they want quality. True, true. You can't say, I know my customer if I'm selling you a color scheme and you more about what material or thread mm-hmm. is made out of. Yeah, yeah. So you have no idea who your customer is. So right, now, right. Now you out here just selling you're anything selling. to anybody. Right, right. <laughs> just trying to make a dollar. <laughs> Because COVID don't hit. Yeah. Right, right. So 
Word. So you got the clothing line. Let's talk about more about your clothing line. You know, what's the what's the um what's the reason behind the brand? Mm, that's a deep question. You know, we all live in Black. Hey, I'm gonna get all the way. We gonna be hey, all in somebody's jail house, man. We gonna hey, all the way live, man. We gonna go. With this. We gonna talk about your clothing brand. Oh, we gonna talk man. about you know your story, everything, relationships, man. We gonna oh, we gonna we gonna get open on on today's episode. Um, of course, you know we ain't got our brother B with us. But you know we gonna we gonna, <laughs> we gonna take it. a shout out to our right. brother. You know when we are in the evidence locker, so we gonna shout out our brother. Right, right, right. And he is always in the mix. You here with us in spirit, and mm-hmm. we gonna get jiggy with you because sure. you ain't here. We gonna keep it live, <laughs> and you gonna make sure that we keep it real. Right, 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 all the way. Oh, um, so yeah, so you got the clothing line, and so the brand behind Stamp Nation is what? Like, what's what was the reason behind doing a clothing line behind Stamp Nation? Okay, so if you ask that question, I gotta give you this. Mm-hmm. The reason behind the clothing line, there was no reason behind the clothing line. There was a reason behind the brand, right. the name. Mm-hmm. So when I was incarcerated, that was something that was revealed to me. Yeah. It, during my time of writing my book, mm-hmm. that was also revealed to me was I would have a company, a brand, right, as right. we say, stamp, which is stand together and make peace. So now I can't stand together and make peace if I ain't getting nobody to stand with me. You feel me? So now I got to go out here and I have to find a way to get people to understand my story, Mm -hmm. the meaning behind this brand. And what better way to do that than clothes? True. You feel me? Because if I'm I'm walking, this is one of the things that I noticed just on my my journey this past month. As I walk into a store, somebody say, hey, what does that mean? I Mm. said, what does what mean? 4S crew. I said, oh, my bad. I didn't even know I was Right, you figured you got to go. Yeah, I'm like, my bad. I didn't even know what you was talking You looking at my chest. Right, right. I'm like, what you want, bro? Right. (laughs) And so then I realized, oh, okay, you reading my shirt. Right. So I said 4S Crew is where I was incarcerated. That was the first cell block I touched down in when I was in Indianapolis. Mm, okay, and so okay. I had built a crew of individuals around me that we prayed, we meditated, we did our thing. Mm-hmm. So I said 4S Crew because that's where the vision of Stamp Nation was given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so on the back it says, out the cage, onto the stage. That's dope. You see what I'm saying? I like so, that. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. So being incarcerated, what was that like for you? Like, you know. You out living life, and then all of a sudden, incarceration hits. Cause I, you know, I read your book. You know, I know, I know your story, but of course, nobody else knows your story. Yes, sir. Yes, you know, sir. so let's get into it briefly about your story. You know, what you feel comfortable sharing. Um, as far as what, it, like, you know, the reason for getting locked up. If you want to share, you know, how it was being locked up. You know, how it took a toll on your relationship with your kids and everything like that. And let's talk about that. Okay, so that's a really a really deep question because you asked me like seven questions. I'm like, okay, it was right, question it was, one it was two. loaded. Yeah, it was loaded. That was a loaded gun right there. Okay, so how was it? I would say this. I would say that me being incarcerated changed the dynamic and trajectory of my entire family. Mm, okay. Because when you take a piece off the board, that is something that everyone in your family, not just your wife, your children, mm-hmm. your mom, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, are all connected to this piece. Yeah. And, you, and you take them off the board and you put them in incarceration, you put them in captivity. That is going to change everybody's psyche. Definitely, definitely. So um, for me, it wasn't as big of an issue, only because when I got in there, I was strong-minded. Yeah. So I went to my power source and I went to my literature and I figured out, you know, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Now, in regards to my, my children, 
They didn't even know, to be honest, because during that time they were so young, they didn't even we didn't explain that to right, them until right, right. older. Yeah, now yeah, that yeah. they know and they understand and they can read my book themselves, <laughs> old enough now I can't tell you. Yeah, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, daddy was playing basketball overseas. Right, right. He, <laughs> he was out and about. Daddy on vacation. He working. Uh, daddy was locked up. Right, right, right. So um now that they understand mm-hmm. and because I was able to come home and I didn't do the whole eighty five years. Now they can see, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, okay, so this is what it did to my dad. This is what mm-hmm. he learned from it. Yep. This is during that time I didn't even know he was gone mm-hmm. in that capacity. I thought he was going doing something that was fun. Right, right. So right. now I can truly explain it to you without mm-hmm. trauma. Yeah. You yeah. feel me? Like the kids have the most trauma. So now with them not having that trauma, they were shielded from it. Mm-hmm. I can give it to you purely. Right. I can right, give right. it to you where you can digest it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. My daddy. Where you going? <laughs> No, don't do that. I'm right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. Nah, for sure. So, being incarcerated, you turned your pain into a, you know, a book. You pinned every, you know, this whole situation to a book, you know, and it was a really dope book. Appreciate you. You know, I felt like, you know, when I read the book, like, I, I was, like, you made it so vivid to where, like, you made it to, a, it was a visual book in my head. Like, you talking, I'm visualizing, you know, your life going through that journey and going, like, kind of going through that journey with you. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's, that's what I felt when I read it. Like, I was like, yo, like, I'm going through this journey. Then, of course, you know, I can I can just tell, like, you know, that you put your all into that book. Like, it wasn't like, you know, you just did, like, oh, I'm going to write a book and here it is. Like, nah, you put your all into that book because you got so real and raw in that book about your life. I was like. I was on some whole other This is the same dude I'm working with? <laughs> this ain't the same dude, bro. He is not yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah, not the yeah. calm dude to be sitting right, here right. talking about like, yoga. Right, right. Because like, he peaceful. You know, he all about the peace. You know, just doing be, being one with self. And I'm like, it's like it's, it's night and day. But it's like you know, you had to tap within yourself to really like get that deep and get that vulnerable with yourself. And um, hold on, let's let's take a quick commercial break real okay, quick. Okay, let's and, and let's let's tell them where can we find the where can they find the book at first? Book can be found anywhere that books are sold, Barnes and Nobles, <laughs> Amazon, okay, okay. your local bookstore. Uh-huh. It was published by Christian Faith Publish Christian Faith Publishing Company. Check them out. Okay. And stamnation.org. You always can get it from stamnation.org. For sure. For sure. And what's the name of the book? <laughs> it is The Memoirs of an Innocent Man. Word, word. Yes, so, sir. At the end of the day, so pretty much the story is pretty much they locked you up for something that you didn't do. You did some time. You came out a new man um, on this enlightened journey. And it's got you to where you are this day. Let's talk about that journey from release date to current date. Mm, release date to current date. Boy, you got to listen. I'm, <laughs> hey, this is, I'm, at the, I'm on the motherfucking couch. You hear me? <laughs> no, excuse my language on the Living Bless Podcast. This is... I am blessed and highly favored, oh, and we sure, are man. on the hey, Living Bless Podcast. A little customer ain't gonna hurt okay, nobody. Yeah, a little customer ain't hurt wild, nobody. Hey, man, because hey, this is this place where you can be free. I appreciate that. I appreciate being able to come to a place where I have a friend. You yeah, know for saying? sure, for sure. We gonna get real. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, from the time I was released until now, what has continued to transpire is enlightenment. Okay. So many people that go. Let me watch my words. Let me be very clear. When you go into incarceration, it's an opportunity to become enlightened or become a fool. Mm, okay, for sure. You can either go in there and become enlightened because mm-hmm. there's some great minds in there that's going to show you some things, experience some things. You're going to see some things because they in there. Yeah. And then you can go in there and find the fools that's in there because they're supposed to be in there and they just don't give a shit. Yep. 
So mm-hmm. when you go in there, a lot of people gain enlightenment. Yeah. But then when they come home, they don't continue on that journey. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was something that I realized while I was in there and I saw it. And then to be able to come home and walk the same walk that I was walking in there and to hear my cousin who's doing 23 years right now and I'm going to hold you down. You know who it is. What's up? I'm, I'm out here. So he's doing 23 years and he calls me and he says, listen, they still talk about you in here, little cuz. Wow. They still talk about you in here, little cuz. Like, they remember when you said, ATL said he was about to go out there and write a book, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you, did and it. you did it. Right, right. Because that shows them that the information that you receive in there can be used to, mm-hmm. to, to really help you. Right, to right. To show you the way. And it's a lot of God-fearing people in there. Like, that, that is one thing that get misconstrued too with the penal system mm-hmm. and that everybody are these savages like we all these people that's in there is right is right yeah bad people bad the scum yeah of the yeah earth. yeah they, and, and they're it's not. not it's some people that's and if, if they started that way we all started as right, something exactly. before mm-hmm. and they educated themselves so leaving someone in captivity for a yeah. hundred years it's foul <laughs> it's foul yeah, i mean you yeah. know what i'm saying because a lot of the people that's putting you in captivity come on man Let's be real. Yeah, Let's no, be real you, where you, your life you is know, at. Yeah. So don't, don't don't throw the rock and hide your Exactly, because it's like you the outside looking in. Yeah. Like, you know, you think, oh, this person, this child, this man, this woman, girl, whomever grew up this way, and this is who they supposed to be for the rest of their lives. No. Like, you know, you came out, you went in strong, you were there, you got stronger in there, and you came out a beast. Appreciate it. You know, so it's like they could look at you and stereotype you the whole time and say, you know, this cat, he's, you know, he's XYZ with the rule, but it's just like that doesn't show today. No. You would never think that you was you were the guy. I would, I, until you read, I read, I read your book, like when I first met you at the job, it was like, oh, real calm, peaceful dude, chill, relax. And I read the book and I was like, oh, wow. Like, <laughs> this is a different dude. And it's, okay. <laughs> I, say this, I say this with the book. I say uh-huh. this. I say that the book gave me the freedom to uh, share my life and mm. my pain yeah, and what I've experienced and what many, 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 many young black men experience. Mm-hmm. That is the journey in which we have to take yeah, to even find a level of enlightenment. And then at the end of that journey, you go to jail and you find enlightenment. Got to. You find it in prison. Yeah. But look what you had to dr- what you had to travel to get mm-hmm. there. You know what I'm saying? So when yeah. you look at my book, it's an opportunity for me to say, this is the road that I've had to travel to mm-hmm. get here. And now that I'm gaining enlightenment, and I'm going to be completely honest, nobody enlightened me. Mm. Nobody gave me no energy, bro. Nobody so it wasn't like, you know, you found somebody like, you know, no, a big brother, you know, big no, homie no, in prison. No, and no, he got, he shed his light on you no, because that's, that's typical. That's a typical story. That like typical I go story. in, I either find God, I find, you know, this group of people who like, you know, put me on game on how to enlighten myself and become a better individual. But for you, it was different. So this is what I say about that. You, you know me. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. You see how I move. I'm very, it's myself. It's mm-hmm. me, myself, and I. Right, right, right. So right. if I'm doing that, that is the same energy that I'm going to carry wherever I go because that's me. That's mm-hmm. who I am. I cannot be anybody different. Don't matter if I'm in a lion's den or it don't matter if I'm sitting in a, a group home. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? With some kids that think they're right, going to right. be far behind. You feel For me? sure, right, they right, right. some type of pushovers because nah. that's what we put on. You exactly. Know, that's, yeah, what it's, that's what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, um. No, that was not the case. And like you said, that is the case for many. Mm-hmm. For me, I sat down in front of myself every single day and I opened my book. Mm. I opened my literature. I asked God to show me something. Show me something in this book, man, because they said that this is going to save me, man. Yeah. 
This is the Savior. So I started praying and meditating and praying and meditating and praying and meditating. And that's how I gained enlightenment that became, from the book. That became your lifestyle. That was my literature. Mm, okay. And so everybody around me looking at me like, bro, hey, 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 can I... Can I read with you? What, the, yeah, what, yeah. what you know about that over there, bro? <laughs> I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing right. about nothing, bro. I'm just, just flipping the pages I'm just and learning pages, as I go. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I read the whole thing uh-huh. one time, and once I read it once, yeah, I had a thirst for it. You know what I'm saying? I had a thirst for the the, the knowledge, mm-hmm. and so I read it again, and then I started seeking other knowledge. I started meditating and, and praying with the Muslims. I started. Looking at the Jehovah Witness and y'all literature. What so y'all you didn't just at? keep it as a closed thing. No, I went through Because everywhere. a lot of people, like, with religion nowadays, and I hate to kind of just drift this way. We're going to come right back, oh, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just a lot of people, they'll find one thing and say, okay, this is the this is the only source. And I personally believe, like, you know, everything is, has a deity. Mm, there you go. And I believe it's all leading to that one source that we mm. all believe in. Because if you think about it, Allah means God translated to English. So people hear the word Allah in America and think, oh, it ain't God. But if it's tra- if that same language is translated to the United States, or, you know, American English, same thing. we're the same thing. So it's like, who are we to say what you believe is wrong? And that's what I will say about this. I was never shunned mm-hmm. for what I was doing. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody like the, the, the Christians, the, the Muslims, right, right. Nah, 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 I was never But you shunned. brought I was never you know, shunned. a body a of people. From, yeah. I told them I was a Christian. Mm-hmm. And this is what I read. And I'm seeking, I'm seeking information. I want to. Yeah. Is this the same thing? Like you just said, is there another deity that does the same thing as Jesus? Right, right, right. And if it is, does he go to the same source? And if it does, then can you teach me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just like, teach me your ways. Yeah, yeah, and so, yeah. And so for me, it was never someone saying I'll teach you. It was just like you can you can look in what we looking in on, and then you see what you see, and then you can go on about your business. Mm. And so I was like, okay. And, I, and that's how my journey has been. Gotcha, gotcha. I have been able to look into different spaces and different literatures and learn information from those literatures. And then I asked the power source to show me the way. Mm, you know what dope. I'm saying? And I've, and I've ran into some people along the way. I ain't going to sugarcoat it. I just told you out there before we was off the podcast. Yeah. I'm on my journey and I just ran into some people that's showing me a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Which you is an affirmation. They show you a little bit more of like true colors. Or they show What are they showing you? They giving me affirmation of what I already know. Got you. Okay. You what I'm so it's like the things, the thoughts that you've had in your head, you, you've wondered if it was if it was to be right or true or whatever, right? I would say this. I would say I tell them exactly what I'm what it is, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "I've been in that same situation too." Got you. You so see, it's, it's confirmation. It's age. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. It's age. Mm-hmm. Like it's that. It's like because you know I've been here for X amount of years. I ain't right. gonna put your I ain't gonna put your age out there. Oh, yeah. You feel me? I'm, I'll be thirty three next week. Okay, next, that's okay. Next, next Tuesday to be exact. Congratulations. <laughs> you feel me? We on the same boat. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, so somebody um, ahead of me, somebody that says. You 45, mm-hmm. and I say, man, I know I ain't tripping, man. This is happening, bro. Right, right, right. This, man, I'm about to, I know that this business can make it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I done wrote my plan. I done made sure that I done did every step possible to make sure my strategies is pl- mm-hmm. complete, everything. And I know this is going to work. It is going to work because yeah. I done did it already. Right. So they already, you know what I'm saying, that person or those people that you're interacting with, they're going to they gonna look out for you. Yeah. Definitely, and I think you got to stay open-minded, though, yes. because, like you say, we're talking outside before we came in, and we're talking about elevation. You know, when you're elevating to the top, everybody can't come with you, mm. and, it, and it's hard. It's rough, because mm. I've, 
I've personally have been experiencing this. Like, dang, like I can't bring, I can't bring, you know, like I want to bring all these people with me, but it's like I can't. Yeah. And I'm real I'm now I'm realizing why I can't. Mm, I'm realizing why I can't, you know, because like, you know, when we had the conversation outside, it made you made it make sense for me. Like why I can't bring everybody with me is because if not, who they are versus who I am today, they're they're not gonna mesh. Nope. They're not gonna mesh together. And it's not it's nothing personal. <laughs> like we still cool, we can still rock and we still vibe, but it's just I gotta go. Exactly. Because if I don't go, I can't I I don't I don't make believers out of nobody. Exactly. Like somebody's got to be the one to get sacrificed to go out there and be like, okay, I crucify me first and then everybody else will come. And you really seeing it though. You right. have to go out there to see it. And that's yeah. and all right, we're gonna get on it then. Let's get right into it. So the family thing, like mm-hmm. you, we talking about elevation, that's everybody. Yeah. And when and that I I saw it from Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. I watched the video where he's talking about his mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. He was saying, my mom just kept downing me. My mom was not really, she wasn't really going to do this or that. She just felt like I was going to fail, in other words. And then he came back and said, it wasn't what she was saying. Mm-hmm. It was that she was afraid from all of the stuff that she had been through. So yeah. it wasn't that she was attempting to stop him. She was stuck. Fair. Yeah, she, just put, she projected her fear of what she experienced on him. So that's what. That's why everybody can't go. Mm. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's yeah, why yeah, everybody yeah. can't go. Because mm-hmm. if you're gonna project fear, then ain't no place for you here. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because like, once, because when you become that fearless individual, yeah, and like nothing can stop you, nobody can get in your way. Um, you're not scared of anybody. You're not scared of anything, and it's like you projecting your fear on me because you're scared to go to this next level with me, and spiritually, I'm already there. Yeah. Like, I'm, I've already tapped the surface of this next level and I'm trying to drag you with me. That's dead weight. Like, I'm dragging you and you slow me down I, but I want you to come so bad because because you've already experienced the other side. Mm. It's like Martin Luther King said, I've experienced the mountaintop. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. So you know, I, I've seen this thing and it's like, I want to bring everybody with me but I can't. Mm. And, so, be, mm. and it's like, you know, when you become like enlightened, you start seeing things. Like for me, I was telling you, I was, I've been seeing these numbers again. Mm-hmm. And I look these numbers up and these numbers are telling me, okay, you're on the right path, you're in the right direction. You know, signs are coming from everywhere. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I got to keep going. Mm-hmm. And I got to and I gotta keep the same pace and just keep the same momentum up because if I don't, it's going to eventually die back off. And I'm going to get back to that place where I was when I wasn't seeing the signs. So you weren't seeing anything. I wasn't seeing nothing. You lit up right now. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Like you said you said you seeing it, you lit up. And, mm-hmm. that, and that's it's interesting because, like you said, everybody not going to be where you at. Right, right. And, like we was talking out there, some people are going to say, bro, I ain't ready. Yeah. Some and, people and are going to cool. be honest. Like, you can't take everything. We elevating. Yeah, and that's my thing is I can respect somebody and say, you know, I'm not ready, but I'm going to let you go do your thing. Like that's I get the that's the utmost respect for somebody to do it. Say yo, I feel you, I love you, I rock with you, but I'm not ready. You go do your thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you be out there. You do your thing. I still support you from the from the back, but you go do your thing. That's that's love to me. That's real. Like love. you, know, that's real love. And somebody say you know I'm gonna let you go do your thing. You know, grow, elevate, do what you gotta go. And like you can't beat that. I'm gonna give you the. I'm gonna give the. Living best podcast, the living best <laughs> podcast, the midnight hour voice. Okay, uh, so we go. We gonna take it down real quick. <laughs> we gonna take it down or not? Because you had said something that was amazing. Yeah, so we yeah. gonna say love should never hold anyone hostage. For sure, set everyone free. Mm, that's deep. So if if anyone says that they love you and they're attempting to hold you hostage in any way. 
that is not love. That is a fake projection. Love should set everything free. They should be able to say, if you're elevating and I cannot go with mm-hmm. you, then I love you enough to let you go. You see what I'm saying? I, that is real love. That's, that's, that is a, that's genuine, that's genuine love. love because you got some people say, you know what? I love you, mm. but I'm still going to hold you here. Mm. So as long as I'm holding you here and you're trying to go this way, but I'm still doing this to you. <laughs> I'm, I'm reeling you back in yes, at, because you're taking 10 steps. Now you're getting a little too far away from me. Yep. You know, because mm-hmm. like it's like it's something inside of you. Like I, It's to where, like, you know, me, I move how I want to move because I have that freedom to do so. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I've got myself to the point where if I want to do something, I'm going to go do it. But want to buy something, we'll go buy it. You know, I, you know, it's just I got that freedom to do that now because I've come to, ex- to experience like you know, if I don't have, I can work to get it. Mm. You know, I've got myself to where I have enough avenues of things that I can touch and say, okay, I want, I want to go. Like matter of fact, prime example, I was going to see my grandfather. Yes, sir. I was just randomly just online looking at tickets, like, oh, okay, let me just see how much it costs. Mm-hmm. Oh, two hundred bet. I'm gone. Gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm like I'm on. I'm like yo. I'm about to go see my grandfather for my birthday. That's my birthday present to myself to see my grandfather. You know, and of course COVID kind of shut that down because New York State got the whole 14 day quarantine. COVID, joint. COVID, COVID. <laughs> go away. Come right. back another. <laughs> Listen, don't, man, come, don't back. come back another day, right, man? Yeah, because it's like my thing is COVID has taught me a lot about myself, mm-hmm. and I've gotten a chance to experience a lot more of me. Mm. And what I'm saying by experiencing more of me is just that. Tell them the truth. I understand. Give it to I understand who I am, not just on the outside, but on the inside. Yes, sir. It has allowed me to work on who I am on the inside. It's allowed for, you know who is allowed for people who who know me to get to know me some more. It's allowed for people who know me to tell me, tell me you know my shit stink. Yep. It's allowed for yep. you know me to tell myself that my own shit stink. <laughs> yep. You know, and so it's like it slowed down because I was on this. I was just go on go. On the house. Like you know, I was. I'm, I got a house that I. You know, I got my apartment yep. that I'm, I'm barely in. Just I'm just sleeping and taking showers and maybe grabs and eat. Then I'm gone. We here at the complex. I'm out in the streets working. Um, you know, it's just I just I'm on go. So COVID slowed me down to help me realize. Okay. You can drop this and be still be okay, mm-hmm. because like you know, you know a source of income I lost during COVID, mm-hmm. and I was still okay. Yeah. So yep. it showed me I ain't got to hustle so much to make an ends meet. And you, and like you said, you got all of these different incomes mm-hmm. moving and moving and moving. Yeah. COVID slowed you down to be able to focus. Mm-hmm. The focus on right now, I'm just focused on two things, and that's mm-hmm. it. I'm not doing. I'm not picking up anything else. I'm focused on my personal brand. And I'm focusing on, of course, living blessed. There it is. You know? we, so, out, we out here. We living out here. We out here. As a matter of fact, we'll take a commercial break. Yes. If we're about the brand. So listen, this this brand right here is not just a regular clothing brand. We, I'm not just not here putting out shirts just because. I'm putting out shirts because, you know, I've overcame who I used to be. So living blessed to me is not just because, like, I can acquire things. Like, you know, things come and go. Money comes and go. But living blessed is that my life is so blessed that I'm able to, I'm afforded the opportunity to, one, you know, overcome molestation, overcome, you know, fear, doubt, all that stuff. You know, that's what living blessed means to me. So, like, it's a statement to let people know that you're blessed internally, not just, you know, not externally. You know, all this this computer, all this stuff, this can break right now. Internally, I'll be at peace. Like, you know, I've lost some money over COVID. (laughs) You hear me? That money is gone because of COVID. I'd have been at cutting a fool. Like, damn, I lost this. I lost 500, 600 here. And I realized, like, you know, I just all good. It's money. It comes and goes. My thing is, I know how to go make it. Yes, sir. So it's like I found so much peace within myself to where it's like somebody coming with some sideways. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hear you out, Man. but I'm not gonna get into it with you. 
like COVID has gave given me so much peace. Like I hate COVID, but it's still done wonders for me. It's done wonders for my business. Um, and I'm appreciative of it. I, I'm a very I'm. I won't say I'm very appreciative of COVID. What mm-hmm. I'll say is COVID did give people a chance a chance to stop. Right, right, now, right. What I'll say by like what I mean by that is what I'll say. What I mean by that is COVID slowed you down, slowed me down, slowed mm-hmm. everybody down. And what you gained from it was holistic wellness. Yeah, for sure. So now that's what I'm on. So what I've been doing is mm-hmm. holistic wellness. Yeah. That's really what I've been on mm-hmm. um, in the Midwest is just getting everybody tapped in with Stamp Nation because that's a piece of Stamp yeah. Nation. You know what I'm saying? Because you've been gone from Atlanta for a whole month. Yeah, you like, know, that's a trip. Like, yeah. I'm on a journey. I'm, I, I was on a journey to the Midwest, and when I say a journey and a pilgrimage, that's what I meant. Yeah. So I was out, and I was interacting with people, and that's what came about, mm. my holistic wellness. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like understanding the mind, understanding the body, mm-hmm. understanding your spirit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how important it is to understand that. Yeah. A lot of people just think, you know, since we're on the topic of spirituality, people think that I got to go to church mm. to enlighten my spirit. Mm. And I realize my thing is right now the buildings have no been taken. Building. The buildings have been taken away from everybody. <laughs> <ain't> no building, <laughs> None. Baby. And it's like, how are you now, now spiritually? How are you surviving? How are you looking? Yourself. How are you yeah. feeding yourself? How are you feeding yourself now that you can't go to the building? Um, it's like now that everything's online. You can pick and choose what church you want to go to. Yeah. So now that tie to yeah. the church is over with. It's a wrap. So it's like. Now the question is, and I think the church has to rethink church. And I would say, I, I would say this, and I'm gonna say this mm-hmm. with all sincerity. They don't have to read. What did, what was the word that you said? Restructure rethink. church? Rethink. I don't think they have to rethink church. What I believe is that the church has already been designed a certain way, which is to be the body of Christ. And so the body of Christ moves, it doesn't stay in a building. So I really feel like we're going back to what it was designed to mm. be. And not to be in a building. You right, know what I'm right, saying? Right. So when you take away, COVID took away the building. For sure. So now you really got to be the body. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's like, real. You, That's real. Yeah, you really got to be the body. You can't just sit in here and just be a fat rat. Right, right. <laughs> you can't <laughs> just, just, just hoard and take no space. Yeah, you can't take yeah, all yeah, the yeah, yeah. Right, 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 home. right. Yeah. You got to come out here with us. Mm. And you got to walk around and you got to actually embody what you say you embody. You got to yeah. really be a Christ-like individual or a Muslim. Mm-hmm. You really got to... Follow behind whoever your leader is. Mm-hmm. And now with COVID, it's making people really be who they say they are and yeah. deal with what they say they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Because we can't go to a church no more. Right. I can't even come to your house. Right. You feel yeah. me? Like when it's real bad, and I, we, you know, when it was real bad, we couldn't even get out of the house. Yeah. We was doing virtual parties. Everything. Like anybody and everybody we mm-hmm. could connect with, that's what we was doing. So now we have to realize that when we... We're stripped of all of those things. Mm-hmm. Now we can bring ourselves back together and make ourselves whole. Right, 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 right. And that's what you have transitioned. Yeah, through, like you know I just become a, a holistic individual to where it's just I wake up in the morning, I give thanks. You know, I'm trying to get into yoga, just stretching. You know, get my mind right. Um, maybe just pick up a book for like 20, 30 minutes. And Shout out, Fit Mind. We gonna get them. We gonna get Fitmind to, okay. to publish to oh, get on here. We hey. gonna get Eric <laughs> Fitmind. If you messing with the Living Best podcast, we messing with you. Fitmind, right, we rock with you. We rock with you. You rock with me. I rock with you. Because when you said your mind, that's yeah, that's it's all about my mind and just realizing like you know this thing called mental toughness. Mm. Because I think there's a lot of stuff out here that could have tore, you know, taken a lot of us down. You know, like COVID could could have. Like, I know mentally, COVID has messed with a lot of people's heads. Yes. To where it's like. 
I can't see my family. I can't see my friends. I can't party. I can't do nothing no more. So what do I do? Mm. And what do I? What is it that I got to do now? And people are losing their mind. You 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 dive deep inside yourself. When I in the midst of COVID, remember back in March, April. I don't know if you remember. I did a video of the water bag. You remember that when I had to made the water bag out of oh, water yeah, bottles? Yeah, 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 yeah. I took yeah, my yeah, laundry yep. bag uh-huh. yeah. and filled it with water bottles, and I said, "Oh, most of y'all must ain't been locked up before. <laughs> you <laughs> got, you got to make a way. <laughs> you got to make a way. You feel me? So yeah, because like the gyms are closed, and then the price of gym equipment went up, and I seen that. I was like, "Oh, yeah, he, you got to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, you got to figure it out. It's like if you don't, like, you going to waste away." Mm. Or you going to become a different being on you know this here spectrum, and and that is where a lot of what we saw was wasting away. People just wasting away, wasting man. away. Like people, like for me, I stayed busy. Yeah. Like I went to, I did a virtual conference. Mm. You know, I got my business in order. Yep. Like the stuff I wanted to do. Like it had time for me to really just focus. My job transitioned transitioned me from the office to home. Yep. So it was just I got so much opportunity to really just narrow down and had this laser focus mm. on what I need to do, who I need to be, and who I need to become. There you, you know, go. as because I, you know, as I'm becoming, you know, this this better man, I'm realizing like you know a lot of stuff about myself. I'm still sometimes can be a little prideful, you know, just because that's what it is. We are Hey, all you ladies out there, this is a living blessed podcast. We are taken, but I will say this: we, some real men up <laughs> right, here. Right, right, for sure. Me? We are real we, men. Real men still do exist. <laughs> yes, we real men, and we still exist. <laughs> we, right, exactly. <laughs> we still do exist. So it's just like you know. I've had the opportunity to really just like do some soul searching, like and you know it's been a sometimes I've been bumping heads, me and my girl have been bumping heads, you know because one we spent a lot of time together, and one because we're in a I won't say long distance, cause it ain't but two hours, yeah. But it's just like we still had that distance. And I said, you know, I didn't want her to be by herself during this whole thing because it's just a lot going on, and I realized so much about myself that I still gotta I still gotta work on, like I still gotta work on to like you know. Work on my mouth. Cause my mm. mouth can be real. I, I can be, it can be real slick. Yeah, I cut my things. I don't like. I don't like going back and forth. Makes sense. My thing is like you know, I'm a Mike Tyson. I'm a one hit. I'm a one hit quitter. You know, one hit quitter. So it's like you know, either you you want to fool me or you don't. So it's like you know, I realize okay, I can't be so slick with the mouth with everybody because everybody just ain't got that tough skin that I've I've had to grow to grow to have from childhood to you know adulthood. I've had to grow to have tough tough skin. You know, I just can't be just doing as I please. I got to realize that sometimes I do got to check in. Mm-hmm. As much as I hate it. Yeah, it's a part of the life. Yeah, it's part of the life. It's a part of the yeah, life. Yeah, it's part of the life that I have. Sometimes I just, I'm just get, I'm new to. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute since I've been dating, um, doing the best that I can, you know, and then just making sure that I don't go astray from what I committed myself to. And and the commitment. So you in a real different space. We on the Living Blessed Con- yeah. podcast and we getting real. You're in a real different space because you're elevating and you in, you know what I'm saying, in a mm-hmm. relationship. Right, right. So that is something that I'm dealing with currently mm-hmm. because I'm in my own association. Yeah, you know, I come to y'all yeah. for all the advice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All so, the I, advice. And, and I'm going to be honest, I really will say this. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith released some information into the world that was beneficial. Because mm-hmm. me and my wife, I'm currently elevating. Mm-hmm. Like, as we talking about here on the Living Blessed Podcast. And my wife was able to see my elevation and realize that I can't get in the way of that. Mm. Not saying that we getting a divorce in any way, straight right, or form. Right, right. And she realizes that we on two different journeys. Mm. So she sees that if you if you rising like a phoenix from the ashes, and I'm still right here, and this is and, and I'm rising from the phoenix from the ashes in a whole different level, though. 
I'm going this way, you going that way. Yeah. We need to find ourselves along these journeys and then come back together and say, this is what I found on this side. This is what I found on this side. And it and takes, then we put it together. And it takes a strong couple to do that because yeah. if somebody else, if that was somebody else's relationship and somebody brought that to their attention and said, hey, like, listen, I'm on this journey. This, this is where I am. It had been a thing that we were talking about earlier. Like yeah. that love would have would have pulled you back and kept you in chains, kept you in shackles. But the fact that you know y'all can be two grown adults and say, "Hey, we're not divorcing. We just, you know, I'm here, you here." And for you to for her to say, "Yo, do your thing," that's love. She powerful, very and, powerful. And, and the thing is, you breaking the chains. You know, we've been doing the trap yeah. love stuff for mm, a while. For me, on, yeah. on all the cups, on mm-hmm. all of our shock, break the chains. Yeah. And when we say trap love, it's a trap. Like, love can be a trap. Oh, for sure. Definitely. You and I think people don't realize that. And, you know, people don't realize that love can be a trap because, one, you got people who are so desperate for love yes. that they really don't know what love is. Yes. Two, you got people who are fighting to get out of love. Mm. And then you got three, who are people who are just fighting to make love work. Make it happen. Yeah, just make it happen. Like, oh, we just we just going to exist together. Like, we're going to exist because we said we love each other. We know we made these vows everything like that. But it's just... Sometimes you need that time apart. And if we saying it, I remember I remember back in the day, mm-hmm. and the elders used to say, if you love something, let it go. Mm. If you really love it, let it go. And, that, and if it's meant to be, it'll come back to you. The same thing as me saying, if you love something that, if you love is not, love will never hold anyone bondage, but yet set everyone free. You mm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So there should be no holding or there should be no chains in love, yet this is what we living in. Yeah, yeah. This is what we experiencing. Like we know what the love we see in the Bible. We see mm-hmm. the love in certain literatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. that has been changed to now to where that's not the same thing. So we are breaking these chains. Yeah. So when you say when my my wife says, I'm gonna let you go, she broke the chain. Mm. And I can elevate. Yeah. And it's not like you leaving her behind. No. Nah. It's just the fact that you got you got somewhere to go, not just for your sake, for everybody, but for everybody's sake, your family's sake. Like you know, you want to, you want better for not just yourself, because I would say it'd been it'd been a selfish move. You just say, all right, forget the family, forget the wife, I'm gone. You feel me? But the fact that you're trying to grow and elevate, not just for yourself, but for your whole, for your lineage. Yes, sir. For your yes, lineage's sir. sake, yes, you're trying to grow and elevate. That's respect. You know, you got I can I can do them up respect that because it's not like you're doing you're going against the grain and going against the odds of what most people say the traditional way is, this is how we have to do it. But it's just, you're doing it a different way that you know that works best for you. I bet on my life. Yeah, bet on your life instead of betting on somebody else's. I bet on my life all day long, Mm. and I ain't going to lose. That's real. Listen, y'all, we're going to wrap this thing up. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, Derek, man, where can they find you at? Okay, so here we go. Give D it Hayes <laughs> underscore reincarnated. D Hayes underscore reincarnated on Instagram. Derek Hazelwood on Facebook. www.stampnation.org. Check me out in a city near you. Stamp Nation, Stamp Empire Inc. And we also about to start Stamp Inc. So Ooh. we're going to do a whole nother nonprofit organization Word. that is geared towards a specified group of people. Mm, okay. So um, we're going to get on that and make sure that that's taken care of. We all over the place. Word, it's word, Stamp word. Nation, Stamp Inc., Stamp World. <laughs> to my brother B. Stamp World. <laughs> That's what we all, man. Word, word. Okay, okay. Well, listen, y'all. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Find me at I Am Living Blessed 
I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Find my personal page, Jovan, that's J-O-E-V-A-N-J-P-A-L-M-E-R. Um, just catch me, man. I'm doing some great things, man. I'm on this journey, man. Like my brother said, he's on this journey to elevation. And right now, nothing can stop me. Nothing can stop him. Don't let nothing stop you. We out. We gone.